You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Outdoor Edge knows that providing a freezer full of meat is part of the reason we all hunt. And what better way to bring it full circle than to process your own wild game? Outdoor Edge provides a full lineup of traditional and replaceable blade hunting knives and complete wild game processing kits to bring your wild game from the field to the freezer. Visit OutdoorEdge.com and at checkout, enter the discount code NATION30 for 30% off. Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin-cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Hunting Gear Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Johnson. And today, we're going to be talking with Dustin Knutson from Boyd's Hardwood Gunstocks. Now, I'm not a gun guy, so I... All of this information that uh, you're going to be listening uh, to today is new to me. And Dustin really talks about the importance of having a gun stock that fits the shooter. And it all leads to accuracy, right? The whole point of, let's just say, archery and uh, shooting sports with a rifle or a shotgun or whatever you're trying to do is accuracy. That's, that's the point of it all. And uh, whether you're trying to hit a target or whether you're trying to kill an animal, it is all about the accuracy. So Dustin really breaks that down and talks a little bit about, um, you know, the materials that they use, the adjustments, um, what it, what, all the importance of having a gun stock that fits you. And because I am green to all of that, I kind of, I guess, compare it to archery and so I, a little bit of archery talk but most of it is about the the, the customizable options that Boyd has and then um, we talk a little bit about company history and all all the stuff behind Boyd's and uh, the process of leading in or the process of what what they do and how they do it so it's a really good episode uh, I learned a lot from this episode again because I don't know anything about guns. I'm not a gun guy, but this was definitely an informative and educational episode. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Um, so make sure that if you're looking for some kind of uh, gun stock or, I guess, a customizable options, give give Boyd's uh, an op or a view or go to their website or whatever. So uh, let's see here. We're going to do some quick 
commercials, and that is Hunt Stand, right? So right now what I'm doing is I am at night before I go to bed, after I brush my teeth, I have like five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Sometimes it goes into the 45 minute to an hour uh, time frame, depending on how long I actually, uh, you know, depending on how deep into it I get. But I'm on hunt stand right now, and I'm looking at all of the um, access routes to tree stand. I'm looking at topo lines. I'm looking at current properties. I'm looking at out-of-state properties. I'm looking for um, terrain features. I'm looking for places to park, places to camp. I'm looking for water. I'm looking at uh, uh, private and public boundaries. I'm looking to see if, hey, maybe I can send this guy an email or I can send this guy a letter or I can... Um, access the private or the public ground through their private or and just a whole bunch of different crazy things that allow me to journal what I'm doing and always be on top of what I'm trying to accomplish and that's putting myself in the best position to kill an animal and uh, the digital uh, you know the, the app hunt stand definitely allows me to do that so if you're looking for a hunting app that is one of the most popular, it's one of the most affordable, and it has some of the best functionality, you need to go check out HuntStand.com and read up on all that functionality. And then uh, you can go download it for free wherever you download your apps. And if you want to upgrade to the elite level, you can, uh, or the pro level, you can do that for only 30 bucks a, yeah, 30 bucks a year, a year, 30 bucks a year. Uh, so go do that. And lastly, we have the average conservationist, uh, man, Love their apparel. Let's see. I'm wearing one of their logo t-shirts right now. And my favorite hat that I've been wearing a lot lately is the Average Conservationist General hat. The cool thing, I mean, it's an awesome lifestyle brand. Awesome apparel. Very soft. Very comfortable apparel. The best part about it, though, is that these guys give 10% of all of their profits to the uh, to some form of conservation effort, right? So they're not only talking the talk about conservation, but they're walking the walk by, right off the bat, they're giving some form of dollar, you know, 10% to some form of conservation efforts. And that's more than a lot of companies are doing. So if you want to find out more information about how the average conservationist is helping out conservation efforts and to check out their badass apparel line, visit theaverageconservationist.com. And... I think that's it. I think we're good to go. Let's get into today's episode with Boyd's Gunstocks. All right, on the phone with me today from Boyd's Hardwood Gunstocks, Mr. Dustin Knutson. Dustin, how are we doing, man? Good, man. How are you today? I'm doing great, man. I tell you what, I don't know what it's like in South Dakota today. I take it your weather is, I don't know, whatever you get than we get here in Iowa. So yep. it's raining now, and I'm sick of this cold, wet weather. I'm, I'm, I'm man, I'm, I'm hoping spring eventually shows up. Yeah, same with us. Is it's just been cold and windy here and awful. We finally today got a little rain. We're super dry here, so we're we're probably we're drought conditions here. But yeah, I was in uh, Northeast Iowa hunting turkeys last week, and yeah, it's the same there. Cold and windy and dreary and. I'm ready for some sun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. Uh, the last four years, or I can't even remember, but I travel to uh, South Dakota 
to try to hunt mule deer or whitetails or kind of whatever pops up in front of me with my bow. And uh, I, dude, South Dakota is a gorgeous state. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. We get um, a lot of people asked to describe it, like what's the terrain like? I'm like, we have a little bit of everything. So where we are in the middle of the state is is just flat flat and very little trees you can watch your dog run away for two days but you go another an hour and you get to the missouri river so you start getting those river hills those big rolling hills um that's where the mules there hang out you go another hour hour and a half and you're in the desert the badlands straight up just desert um and then you go another hour from there and you're in the black hills which is elk country yeah i mean then you get so so we got everything from prairie dogs to desert to, I mean, they shoot bighorn sheep over yep. over on the other side of the state. And here we have just mediocre at best deer. And it's just, we got a little bit of everything here. So it's, it's, it's a good place. It's a good place to live. I, I dig it. Yeah. Where are you guys located at? Um, Mitchell, South Dakota. So world famous corn palace is in our town. So if you've driven to South Dakota, uh, probably taken I-90 across the state is yep. our shop is like, a mile north out in the middle of a cornfield. So you probably didn't know it, but you've seen us a hundred times. So cool. Uh, now be careful how you answer this next question because it might, it might invoke a whole bunch of Western travelers to do what I am about to ask you. Okay. Is your Boyd's hardwood gunstock parking lot available for guys looking to fall asleep for a couple hours halfway through a cross country trip to go hunt? No, there, there, there isn't. We get where, where we keep our gates locked and everything. Oh, okay. So I, can, <laughs> I can see a campground from here. So, uh, you pull up on the interstate, grab that campground, for like whatever it is, twelve bucks a night or something like that. You get a fresh shower rather than. Oh, okay, I got you. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I've had to, I've had to sleep in some very uh, awkward places over the years going west to Colorado or to Wyoming or Idaho or uh, even in South Dakota and Kansas and things like or Nebraska and so uh, um, uh, a good parking lot is always uh, is always a good spot yeah it's all it's part of the adventure exactly like, exactly okay well let's let's get into let's get into Boyd's all right what, what's your role there uh, I'm one of the owners. Okay. And I run the I run the operations part of the part of the plant. So my my partner he does the sales stuff, but I run the um the ops. So the production processes basically. Okay. Cool. All right. So one of the owners. How long? Let's talk a little company history. How long has this uh this company been around? And are you are you lineage? Or like are you born into it, or are you a buyer of it? Or it says here on on the website 1981. Yep. So, so it actually started in 81. The founder, um, his old man, uh, ran just a gunsmith and shop just did that. He just is his dad got um, some health issues. So he went home and just helped out at the at the shop and took, over, took care of his parents and just was like, hey, why don't why don't we build gun stocks for people and built the first ones. So that's 41 years ago now. Um, Rob and I, the other the other owner, bought it in 2020 at the beginning, right before COVID, which is interesting little turn of events but um i've been here for 16 years already now um i i wasn't born into it i'm not i'm not family or anything that i just i bounced around the state when i was in my youth trying to figure out life and just kind of landed here and i actually uh ran a machine at night i was just hired at night and whatever was 10 bucks an hour and 
just needed a job and just kind of kept taking opportunities and got a lot of help along the way and did that and then just went from the floor to production to general manager and then just kind of got the opportunity to buy it out with when the the founder was ready to retire yeah and that's awesome uh, I really like that story because what that has allowed you to do is know the ins and outs of the, outs of the business. There's a, there's a lot of times where I get these interviews and it's a new owner and they're just like, oh, I, I really don't know anything about company history. I, I, I'm just the owner, but I'll tell you about my product. And th- there's no, there's no uh, background to what, what th- they say. And it sounds to me oh, like yeah. with, with your 16 years of experience from an entry level position all the way to a, a general manager, you know how everything runs. Yep. Yep. It's, it's, it's not just something I, I, I do. It's something we, we live and breathe. And so that's part of it is we're still just, we're just a still a uh, family owned small company. Just keep it the way it is. What we want to do. We want to have control over our stuff and, make cool stuff and talk to cool people like you. And it's just to do that, you got to be involved. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to go on in the national media circus and talk all these talking heads. I just want to, I just want to have fun and meet cool people and make good gun stocks for everybody. And yeah, just kind of go. So yeah, absolutely. No, (laughs) sometimes it's a gift. Sometimes it's a curse, but yeah, you know, everything that goes on on the floor and, and what happens around there and how gun stocks are supposed to be made. So it really helps us to uh, um, make good designs and yeah. everything along that. So we know we're hunters. Like I said, I'm, yeah. it's turkey season, so I've been bouncing around the states hunting turkeys. So it's I get out and use this stuff, too, to make sure it's right. Right. Absolutely. So let's kind of let's talk about the process of of this. Number one, let me ask you this, and this will lead up into the process, the the product and whatnot. I, I, I self-admittedly don't know much about guns, whether rifle, shotgun. I've had the same 20-gauge Mossberg for, God, I don't even know how many years. And I pull it out once a year to go turkey hunting, maybe twice if I'm going to go like just mess around and, and shoot some cans with some my kids or something. But other than that, I don't know anything. So let me ask you this. Why... Why does anybody need a a custom gun stock? Cool. Yeah. So so what we do is we're we're kind of semi custom. So we don't we're not a full blown custom shop where we take measurements of people and hand build um, everything precisely to a person's every. We're not that type of custom. What we are more is like um, build your own semi custom. So we give a bunch of options. And then a person can pick the options that best fit them. The analogy I use a lot is like if you go to buy a new vehicle or look at new vehicles, you're like, oh, I want the red interior and these wheels and this radio. And that's kind of what we're doing. Effectively, you get to build what you want. But um, so speaking to your Mossberg, I mean, everybody's had a Mossberg or a Remington sometime in their life. Um, Most hunters have at least. And the reason that we're we're around is – Everything, those mass-produced guns, they're all made to average people. They're made to the average length of pull, the average shooter, the average blah, blah, blah. And generally, cost comes into that as the big manufacturers just want to control and keep them, keep them lower priced. Um, what that practically means is you have a gun that doesn't fit you. It almost fits you. <laughs> so it may be too long. It may be too short. It may 
kick the heck out of you. It may rattle your teeth. It, you may really have to move around, move your head around a lot to find the sights or the scope or whatever it is. So um, what we do focus on our stocks is being able to get them to fit the person because the stock is really your connection between a gun. It's the handle of the gun. So if that doesn't fit, if you're if you're trying to cut left-handed with a right-handed scissors, it's it's not going to work very well. So the gun stock really just allows you to fit your gun properly. And right. that's what it's kind of what we go after. Right. It's almost like and I'll relate it to archery because that's what I know. So it's almost like the ability to adjust a draw length or poundage or or whatever to make it feel more comfortable in your hands. Yeah, 100%. I couldn't I couldn't hand you my bow and say shoot it. They right. came from the store that way. Shoot it. It's it's they're built to be be precise and and a common mistake um, with guns is that they're going oh it's it's fine it's just a gun and a lot of shooters I was one of those shooters before I actually started working here is I'm a tall guy I'm six foot six so I always had to just learn to shoot a certain way because every gun was so small for me and then I realized oh I need a little bigger stock surprisingly not really. Um, not really surprising, but um, then I realized my accuracy went way up. So, yeah, I'd be like giving you my bow and being like, all right, shoot the 10 ring from 60 yards. You're going to be like, um, <laughs> you're going to struggle. You yeah. may be able to do it, but it's not going to be as natural as you. And, and rifles and shotguns are the same way. If they fit you perfectly, they're they're just an extension of you. They're just everything is so fluid and your accuracy is going to improve greatly. Right, right. So – the ability to, to adjust, right? And, and so I would, I'm just guessing here, but I'm probably not your, your target demographic if I only pull a gun out once a year. Talk a little bit about who your, your demographic actually is. We're, we're actually everybody. I mean, we're, we're an aftermarket thing. So at a certain point, um, we just get the cool factor. Your, your Mossberg either has a black plastic stock, a camo stock, or it's some generic wood color. Yep. You and the other three million people in the world that have that same gun. So our stuff just looks cool. We got different colors, different styles. We can do engraving and stuff like that. But um, we really go after everybody, man. It's just we want to have the right people shooting the right stuff. So someday you're going to look at that Mossberg and go, man, if I would take my kids out more. Maybe your kids are going to show interest, but the gun's just too big for them. Well, good. I have a stock that that we could shrink down, shorten up to make them fit the kids. And as they grow, can fit fit as they grow or fit you if you want to go out and shoot with them. so, And it's everybody. We're looking at um, first-time shooters to competition shooters. We have, we have competition shooters that use our stuff just because they're like, it fits. It works. It's right. comfortable. Okay. It's, it's not mass-produced in a, in a computer somewhere. It's made by craftsmen and women. Gotcha. All right. So let's talk about the, the adjustability from a standpoint of, I, I hold my gun in front of you and you're going to analyze how I'm holding it to know whether I need certain adjustments made that would help me fit. So what are some common um, error points on how people hold a gun that, that would um, be better if they had an adjustable stock? Awesome. There's two two major ones um, for from an from an accuracy to comfortability to recoil everything. The the main two are 
length of pull, which is the length of the butt pad to the trigger. And the second one is the comb height. So that's where you rest your cheek looking up. So if you look down your sights or through your scope or whatever to make sure. The first one is length of pull. It's just having it right. If I'm tall and I'm holding a short stock, I'm going to feel cramped. My head's going to be too close to the gun. And so many people shoot rifles, bigger guys like me, will shoot rifles and the scope hits us in the face. And I got massive scars in between my eyes where shooting big calibers will just hit it. And what that is, is the scope is just too close. So now I'm scrunched up trying to move my head back so I don't get hit by the scope. And really what I needed is I needed more distance between that trigger and that length of pull. So we have a couple adjustable gun stocks. You literally push a button and you can slide it in and out and lock it in place. Um, and what that allows us to do is get that, that head position correctly, because then as you're looking through your scope or your sights, um, the distance away from them is good. And that works well. Like when my wife and I go hunting together, we, I only, I only have to carry a rifle. She's not going to carry it, but, um, I carry one rifle and if she's going to shoot, I can push, I can push the button, slide it in to get a nice short length of pull. So, um, so she's comfortable, and then if I'm going to shoot, I can push a button, pull it out, and get a, bit, a little bit longer because she has the opposite problem of I do. She has to lean way forward and try to stretch out yeah. to be able to see, and you'll see a lot of people kind of turkey-necking, stretching their necks way out to to find the scope. So length of pull is that one, and then the comb height's the other. So, um, so many people will run big scopes, or if you're shooting open sights, they're really close to the to the top of the barrel what the comb height lets it does is so when you rest your head on there right when you look your head rest your head down you should be looking at the sights no different than when you get your anchor point set up in the bow you should be able to open your eye and your peep is right there you don't want to have to put your anchor in your bow and then start searching around to get your peep and your ring your ring pins and stuff lined up so um, and that's completely different from the size of person to their, basically their genetic makeup. Someone has high cheekbones or big cheekbones or a round face or a long face. It's completely different for everyone. So it's, it's hard for me to look at a person and accurately know what they're going to need, but that's why we just made it adjustable here. Take it home, shoot it. If yeah. it's not comfortable, move it up. You don't like it, move, move it down. It's literally takes three seconds. Just and then just find out what's comfortable you, for you and your shooting style and let yeah. it rip. I mean, yeah. that's the fun part. Yep. You don't have to struggle with it. You don't have to go and get fit or measure. Just go out and shoot 10 rounds. You're going to have it figured out by then. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I'll, I can tell you right now that Mossberg that I have is way too I mean, it's small for me. I have to hold it close and I have to put my, I have to turkey neck it, as you would say, to get the yep. sights lined up. So um, I can see where an extra inch or two on the, on the butt of the gun would be, would be beneficial for me. So as we then start to talk about the adjustability of, you know, like here, here's a, here's a stock. It has uh, adjustability into it. How does that then, as you adjust the, um, as you adjust the, your, your product, how does that then translate to the sights? Do you also need to adjust the sights to, to get that, I guess, uh, aligned with the adjustments that you've made to the stock? Nope. Nope. You're, um, we're, we're going to assume that your scope is, is on target with where the gun is going to shoot. That's 
there's some other little stuff there that we can get into. But basically what the adjustable stock is doing is it's putting your eye in line. So if you say you have a, we'll talk open sights. You have your front pin, you have your back, your back um, sight and your eyeball. All three have to be in line. Yeah. If only two are in line, you're not going to, you're not going to hit anything consistently. Um, so all it does is the stock gets your head and your eyeball right in line consistently, left, right, forward and backwards um, to do that. So you're constantly creating those three points, which is accuracy. Um, no different than bow. You're going <laughs> to you get your peeps, your your peep and your, your pins can be in line. But if you're not looking down them, you're not going to hit what you're looking at. So you, what the stock does is gets you in the right position for the gun. Because the gun's going to keep doing what it does. It's going to keep shooting in the same spot. You're the you're the the person is generally the variable. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So then, from a from a trigger standpoint, right? You you adjust the, you know, you have the adjustments there. Um, does that change how you pull the trigger, or is that something again that stays the same and you just have to to practice? Um kind of a loaded question because it's a, it's a little of both one the trigger is the trigger it's going to be there the thing with um being comfortable in your stock is going to do is going to break your bad habits if you will so i'll talk charles barkley and his golf swing it's just an awful looking golf swing he's really choppy that's just the way he learned to play so it depends with this that mossberg that you're shooting if i gave you a gun stock that fits you exactly the way it should the first thing you're going to do is start moving your head and you're going to, because your muscle memory has told you, this is how you have to shoot accurately. And it's been wrong. So you actually, to a point, will have to relearn to shoot <laughs> accurate, yeah. um, correctly. So the trigger's still there. That's not moving a whole lot, but it may be the way your hand sits. If your hand's more comfortable, um, if you have like a stiff wrist or some people don't have the mobility in their wrists, we do have different types of grip angles and stuff that are just more comfortable so it's really unlearning bad habits when you get it when you get a good stock you you unlearn all the garbage you've had to deal with your whole life like me it was getting hit hit in the head with a scope constantly and being real crunched up first time i built myself a stock that fit i was like oh my god this is this is great like i don't have to do this i don't have to do this but i still catch myself to this day sometimes scrunching up if i'm not thinking about it and just my muscle memory goes back to when i was 10 shooting at whatever gun so yeah so not only is it a not only is there adjustability to fit you but because it fits you it is also like a trainer right it's it's because you're you're readjusting to a more comfortable fit you're it's going to train you to be more comfortable and and shoot properly yeah, and it's going to go right to accuracy. Your, yeah. your proof is the accuracy. It'll be, yeah, someone shooting all over. I don't, I don't address them how to do it. I, I change the gun stock. So if I show getting my wife into hunting, she's doing all this stuff. I'm like, okay, don't talk to her. I'm just going to change the gun stock so it fits what she's doing. Yeah, and then she fits, and then I don't have to coach. Oh, do this, move your head, pull back. Do I'm not coaching her because that just leads to frustration in a lot of people what i'm doing is i'm going oh this is what it is she's too close i'm going to back it up a little bit or her head needs to come up if i see her moving her head around trying to look through the scope i'm like oh 
hold on, I'll move the move the comb up so she can rest on it. So it's always in that same spot. And it, it absolutely leads to accuracy. I mean, you can watch someone shoot a paper plate at 100 yards and think it's good to just drive and tax and relatively one session. I mean, yeah. it's not a lot of things to just like bow, bow hunting. You, as long as you have sight alignment, sight pitcher, and a nice trick and a nice release or trigger squeeze, you're good. The gun's going to do what it's supposed to. That's awesome. Okay. So let's talk about, you know, I've been messing around on your website here and you have, you guys have a lot of, di- I mean, there's obviously a lot of guns out there and you guys have a lot of different gun stocks to choose from. How do your customers, maybe it's a first timer. It's never bought from you guys before. How do you guys, how do I go to your website or go to you and say, Hey, how do I choose a, a custom gun stock? Right on, right on. So we have, oh man, I don't even know what the official number is. We kind of quit counting a few years ago, but something like over 1,200 different rifles we make guns or stocks for, or 1,200 different guns. Um, and then you multiply that with 20 different shapes and 20 different colors and blah. just the amount of options we have are endless. Well, not endless, but in the millions and millions and millions of choices. Um, so what we kind of had to do is break it down. So first step is on our website, we have a build and price bar. First thing we need to know is what gun are you looking to restock? Because if we know what gun you have, then we can show everything that we have available for it. Um, so it's not like going to the store and picking out the, the, the style shoe you like and then finding your, your size. We really need to know what gun it is first, and then we'll show you what's available for it. Because a rifle stock is completely different than a shotgun stock. So, um, so let's just go there. So in the case of yours, you'll go to Mossberg and then it'll probably, I'm assuming it's a Mossberg 500. Um, so you'll, and it's all stamped right on the side of your gun, whatever stamped on your gun. That's how we have it labeled in our, in our website. So it'll say Mossberg 500 and then whether it's 12 or 20 gauge or 410 or whatever it is, pick your right one. And then it's going to show all the options available. Gotcha. And then within, then within there, they'll show, I don't know for that Mossberg, maybe half a dozen, maybe a little more stocks that are available. Some adjustable ones, some thumb holes, some really super traditional ones, some kind of, I would say, modern, traditional, um, all the different styles that are available. And partially that comes down to um, uh, what your application is going to be. If you want it adjustable, if you don't want it, part of it's just the cool factor. This is a hobby you want black or you want camel yeah most of the camel people are doing it for hunting but a lot of people just like black because it's sexy right yeah. so <laughs> yeah it comes down to that you just go what what fits best your circumstances and do you want it solely for comfort or do you want it to look some style it's still going to have the comfort and and it's just deciding what you do and then it's going through and just picking the butt pads if you want a softer butt pad a harder butt pad a no butt pad. Yeah. What type of finishes and everything. And you just basically go through and, and build what you, what you want. We cuss. And that's the kind of the custom part is you build what you're looking for. And then that order gets sent to the floor and we build it to order. So we don't, we don't stock anything. We build everything to order. Gotcha. Okay. So what do we, how do we, um, go about, like for a guy like me, I'm looking at this Mossberg 500 uh, right now, 20 gauge, and I'm like, okay, that looks cool. Maybe I'll maybe I'll get that. What um, what if I have any questions? Like, 
Uh, I know you probably deal with people all day long calling in maybe to a customer service number or emailing you uh, with, with questions. Um, is there any any tips or tricks when it comes to selecting or making sure you've ordered the right stock for, for what you need it for? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, there's there's um there's not a whole lot after picking your gun. That's the most important because if you say you had a 12 gauge Mossberg and it's actually a 20 gauge, it's probably not going to fit because they're just different. Right. Um, but after that, there is a portion of it. You're not going to screw it up. You can't screw it up. It's style. It's just like I don't know what you drive for a vehicle, but it's not wrong. It's what you like. It's what right. you wanted. It's what you what was available. And there's so many different options that there's there's really nothing you can do wrong from a gun stock standpoint. If you want to go for that adjustable and get in and get perfect, just buy the adjustable. It's a push button thing. It's pretty simple. So um, a lot of people think it's it's complex, but it's relatively fairly fairly processed. We just by our own admission. We overwhelm some people with the amount of choices, but um, yeah. our customer service, we got oh, five or six gals over there, guys and gals over there every day. That's all they do is just answer questions. Someone just said, we get everything from obscure guns that people are looking for stocks for, for people with disabilities looking for which is the best function to what color looks better, orange or green. <laughs> and we just, just help talk people through, which is what they're interested in. They're like, well, the orange is really bright and vibrant. The green is kind of like this. And it's ultimately the person's choice because we want you to have the stock you want, not not push what we want you to have. Because yeah, I don't I want you to be comfortable and I want you to have fun and I want you to show your friends and I want your kids to get out and shoot and I want it to be a better uh, a better experience for everybody. And we just try to get all the options that people would ask for. So now let's talk a little bit about your process. Okay. Um, talk to us a little bit about the, you know, what the material you guys use, um, maybe the process in which it's made that makes it special and uh, durable and, and, and all that stuff. Cool. So, uh, we'll start with our processes. So as I mentioned, we build everything to order. So we're, once we get your order from the internet within like, I don't know, it is three minutes or something like that. It's out on our production floor and it'll be made. It'll say, Dan needs a Mossberg 500. Here's all of his options that he chose. And we start just making it. And it takes us about a week to two weeks generally to get it out into your door. So we just, we're constantly making them. We have all of our programs here and um, that sort of stuff. But first step is just always the wood. Um, so we're only wood. We're not composite or aluminum or anything like that we're just wood so we do a couple different styles we do the traditional stuff like walnuts and maples um the really fancy stuff if you would that whenever anybody sees the go, oh man that's gorgeous almost like really nice furniture but the the majority of what we make is laminate so what it is is at a very basic level it's just plywood okay. but it's the best grain of plywood you can buy so when they get trees 
they take off. It's actually called gunstock grade. They take off the best pieces of wood and sort them separate for for um, for our our veneer, our laminate. And what they do is cut them really thin, like a sixteenth of an inch or an eighth of an inch, somewhere in there. And then they dye them different colors and glue them all together, so it's way more stable than traditional woods, way more stable than plastic, um, because you got. 32 different pieces of wood held together with some super super strong glue so what that does is give your rifle even more accuracy because now your gun isn't moving in the stock but um that that's it for the woods then we just take a block of wood um there's videos on our youtube and forums and everything so there's another outlet if you have questions man go to your favorite forum we've been around for 40 years people know us there's probably answers to your questions out there already if you just google them yep um directly you know be about the boyd's product um but yeah we just start with a square block of wood and just keep cutting it down and carving it and shaping it and everything is hand sanded so we got a group of of people that hand sand everything and then everything's hand finished and send in a box and shipped out it goes through each gun stock goes through about 75 people's hands we got about 95 people in the company so 75 of them touch every single gun stock and some of those guys and gals have been doing it for 25 or 30 years themselves so yeah is that a, a machining process where you set the block of wood in in a machine and or a lathe and it just kind of drills the holes and and goes through the the computer program to to shape it yep exactly okay that. The way the gun fits into the stock is very critical. That has to be done accurately. So we have all CNCs that do that. So they're all down to the thousands of tolerances, and they're they're super tight in the way they should be made. So half of our process is all machine-driven, controlled. It's either right or it's wrong. Yeah. The other half of our plant is all craftsmanship, that it's they just sand it the way it's supposed to be, and they just put the right amount of finish so it gets that authentic, real feel so people grab our stuff and see it and when we're at shows or out with people the very first thing people do is they just touch them they just put their hand out and they just rub it on the side and then they just look at us go that is awesome yeah because it's like because you can't there's not a machine that can replicate what a person does in that in that aspect so yeah so we kind of got the best of both worlds there yeah so let's talk about quality because there are some companies out there that uh, man, I, I've just gone to some trade shows and I see what's hanging in their booth and I'm like, man, that just, it doesn't look quality. All right. So talk to us a little bit about maybe do you guys have quality checks? How do you guys work quality into your production process? Yeah. Well, first, the first thing we do is, um, we're the hunters, we're the shooters, we're the designers. We create all of our stuff. It's all, it's all our designs. So first when we're developing something, the very first thing we do is go, do we like it? If we don't like it, we throw it away. Because at the very first, we're not going to just put something out that someone thinks would be cool. No, it's it's got to be cool to us and what we know of, of a gun stock should be. Um, but from the actual production standpoint, yeah, every one of our processes has a, um, a quality check. There's go, no-go gauges, basically. Is this right or is it wrong? It's right good send it forward it's wrong okay stop either fix it or, or scrap it in the way we go but uh, yeah we really we really focus on getting it out there because gun stocks have a um um 
a bad rap from decades and decades ago in the 70s, 80s, or 80s, 90s. Gunst- wood gun stocks specifically were really bad. It was just bad quality controls, and people used to have wood sitting in their shed for years and years and years. Man, even just a couple years ago, some guy says, I have wood in my shed since the 90s. It's nice and dry. Well, it's not nice and dry. It's actually really wet. <laughs> so, like, our stuff takes 18 18 months from the time we get a tree gets cut down for us to properly dry it in scientific kilns and air dryers and everything it takes 18 months and that's with science it can't just sit in there so part of the the wrap back in the 80s and 90s that gun stocks got is they were had they were very difficult to use and they weren't done right so you almost had to be a gunsmith to make a gun stock work and in in the mid-2000s we go you know what this is BS. Let's just do it right. And we just started to do it right. Let's just make it right. Yeah. So we can just drop it in. There's some guns that are still finicky, um, specifically guns that were made during the war because they weren't made to quality standards. They were made to win a war. So they were made by different countries to different specifications. So some of those guns still need to be um, handled by a gunsmith. But something like your Mossberg that's been made for 40 years exactly the same. Yeah. We can make that right. We know what it is. We work with Mossberg. We we know what the blueprints are. We know the changes. So we really, really, really try to make everything that we have just drop in. And I have videos on YouTube and stuff where I take a novice and do it in three minutes. Yeah. You just got to don't overthink it, basically. And do some critical parts. So. Yeah, that brings up a, another a question I have and is how – how close do you guys work with the actual gun manufacturers? I mean, cause I used to work, um, at an aftermarket, uh, car accessory, uh, facility and they would get, spe- uh, specs from Ram and from, uh, Chevy and Ford and Toyota and whatever on, on the parts. And then, so we could make them accurately, so they would fit in accurately. Are you? Are you? Do you guys work closely with the gun manufacturers? Yeah, there's some manufacturers. Um, pretty much all the manufacturers, maybe not all of them, but most of them. We've worked in some because we'll do special runs for them. So, like um, a big box store, Cabela's, Bass Pro, Shields, whatever, whatever you have in your air academy. Um, everybody wants their own special thing, and it's a lot of the times that's our stock because they can get something unique that's different that draws their things um so we deal with uh, a lot of the manufacturers we make gun stocks sell them to the manufacturers they put them on their guns and then sell them to the box store so the next time you're in a uh, a gun store and you see like a laminate stock if you flip it over there's a high probability it says boyd's on the butt pad okay so that we're making it for them so we have that relationship with a lot of them the other side of it is firearms industry is relatively small we see these guys and gals on every trade show we go to the same sponsorship events we're at the same pheasants forever ducks unlimited or whitetails unlimited events so we're just we just try to make friends so if we have questions we're like hey so and so how did you do with this and so if they have a new gun come out we're working on a few of them right now some manufacturers had some new guns and we're like hey can we just borrow a gun or buy a gun from you and make a stock for it. So, and we get really get their feedback and then sometimes they just buy the stocks from us. So we know they fit. So, 
So it's it's really good to have that. And on the other side where we just have to make it up and maybe that gun manufacturer is out of business now, but well, we still kind of know what their guns look like at yeah. the store. So we can still make it happen. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's say a guy listens to this podcast and he goes, man, this guy sounds like he knows what he's talking about. I, I want to, I want to outfit my gun. I want to make it fit better. I want to become more accurate. Um, he's thinking about getting it. Why should he take that next step and, and get a, uh, a Boyd's gun stock? Well, cause if you've been thinking about doing it, you should just do it. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things. If, if you've thought about it, you should just do it. A, it'll help. It helps your accuracy. It's going to help you. If you have, there's a lot of things and everybody is individual. Some specific guns kick the hell out of people just with recoil. Some guns don't fit the person. Some people don't like the color. There's all these different things and pretty much our stocks cover those reasons. Um, the wood does so there is the there is a cool factor it does look awesome um but it does help so if you've started to think it you've already made that mental note in your head that hey something doesn't fit right or i don't like the way this looks so you might as well just scratch that itch and go ahead and do it and it's um you'll be happy you did like at when i started working here i was like ah it's just gun stock whatever just it's just a job and then i like i said i built my first one and i go oh there it is when you have something that fits so anything that that fits you it's like wearing a pair of pants that don't fit you versus a pair of pants that do yeah if you've been thinking hey i should really get a pair of pants that fit me just go ahead and do it because you know you're gonna, <laughs> you know you're gonna like it and you don't you may not understand but you're just like yeah they're getting a little tighter a little baggy oh this is nice and everybody does it i should have just done that i should have bought that should have upgraded the car, the house, or whatever Whatever you're doing. That Our projects are the same. And the nice part is, is um, this is a hobby. None of us, well, not many of us are having to hunt to survive. Um, so we can do it with kids. We can do it with families. We can create those legacies. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably had someone in your life that helped you get into it. And they probably passed down a knife or a bow or a gun or something to you and we can do that for future generations too, because we don't want we don't want our kids and grandkids and stuff to not have these opportunities. That's why we fight so hard for the conservation side of it. But um, the people people can see your love for something when you have that. So when you have something you love, man, look at this gun. It fits perfect. It looks awesome. I sh- it drives tax. Yeah, that's the one you're gonna pass down to your kid, or that's the one you're gonna give to your your kid hunting. I took a little girl out for her first deer hunt this year. And I was like, this is one of my most accurate guns. It looks cool in pictures. It, it shoots really well. It doesn't recoil much. Let's go have some fun. And she shot her first deer. And awesome. She had, a, she had a fantastic time. And it's just all, all the reasons why we do our hunting and fishing and outdoor stuff is this just makes it a reason to do it some more. Yeah. That's a fact. That's an excellent point. Well, I tell you what, man, I, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to hop on and chat a little bit about uh, uh, Boyd's here. Anything else that the uh, uh, listener may need to know or where we should send them uh, for more information? No, nah, I mean, it's just kind of comes down. It's just jump in is look at our Facebook and social and um, YouTube's uh, Instagram's. 
there you're going to start seeing the ideas and seeing what the, what it can look like and hear hear what people talk about and see how cool the stuff looks. Um, so that's always a great place to go. Otherwise, our website, boydsgunstocks.com. Start digging around there, clicking by, and customer service number is on there. I don't know that off the top of my head, but customer service number is in there. Um, just give them a call. If you have questions, that's what they're there for. Is they're there to answer, and, and they'll walk you through and. If you're not even sure how to start, just be like, hey, I'm not sure how to start. They're going to be like, okay, go pick a gun out. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Absolutely. So it's just, just jump in. But social media is a great thing. You can see you can see what others have done, and it makes a daunting task not so, not so difficult because I like that. I don't like that. I do want it adjustable, and you just start answering your questions and get, get nailed down, and we can get them made for you. Perfect. Perfect. Well, uh, Dustin, man, I, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day today. Good luck this upcoming season, and, and good luck in uh, 22 uh, with uh, with Boyd's. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate your help. Dude.